we struggle with the mystery of life and death at times like today when we celebrate all souls or the commemoration of the dead remembering those who are deeply involved and are loved by us who have suffered and died and now await in purgatory their entrance into eternal glory. In the midst of the devastating effect of COVID-19, we have more questions than answers. We struggle to understand and we ask, why? Why did all these men and women die to the pandemic? Why purgatory for so many people? Does not God really care? Why the pain of such love, loss of family and individuals? Without our faith, we can easily conclude that it is all just terribly unfair that death has had the last word for each one of us. And death has become our final destination for everyone. Yet that is not the Christian message. Life does not end in the grave. Our first reading assures us the souls of the just are in the hands of God and no torment shall touch them. The faithful departed whom the Lord has found worthy shall experience his peace. For those who trust in the Lord and are faithful to him shall abide with him in love because his grace and mercy are with them. We have received life from God. Even though we are dead and helpless because of sin, God took the initiative to bring us new life through his son. And St. Paul says, Indeed, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. How much more, once reconciled, will we be saved by his life? This is because God's gift of life for us is irrevocable unless we ourselves reject that gift from God. Deacon Bob Yehot of the Diocese of Inona, Minnesota, makes this beautiful observation when he maintains, in fact, the gift of life, once given by God, is not taken back. Indeed, though life may seem snatched from our very midst, taken from us and taken from those we love, we believe that mortality of human flesh is only a veil, a portal through which we must pass. Death, with all its imperfections, is only the onset and the promise of renewed life in heaven for those whose hearts remain faithful to the Lord's call, accepting of his grace and attentive to his presence in the world. That is the beautiful description of death as a transition. A transition from this life 
to a new life that God has prepared for all of us. Indeed, it is the will of God that none of his children be lost, but to be raised on the last day. And that is the reason why he sent his son into the world, that people who believe in him will have everlasting life and will not perish. Eternal life is to be with God forever. Such is our destiny, and so we should not allow anything to prevent us from realizing that destiny. God desires to fully embrace us in love, but he also understands that only a few of us, if any at all, are spiritually perfect at the moment of our death, even if we cling to him as best as we can. You see, if we are to be admitted to heaven, we must depart this world in a state of grace, a state where God's spirit is living within us. Without that grace, without that perfection, we will be separated from God in hell. But God in his mercy has provided us the opportunity to reach spiritual perfection after death. And before we enter heaven in what we call purgatory, where his love and mercy will burn away anything that would keep us from fully seeing him and from the perfect happiness which he promises. Purgatory, therefore, is an expression of God's mercy. It is an expression of God's love and his desire that we would be with him. So when we talk about purgatory and the souls in purgatory, it should not be seen as a negative connotation of the reality of human transition. When we talk about purgatory, let us focus our attention on the mercy and love of God, wishing that all of us be saved. If the Lord does not give us that opportunity for that purification before we could enter into his kingdom, probably a number of us, a big number of us, might have ended up in hell. But God, out of his infinite love and mercy, has given us the opportunity that the penance we were not able to do when we were existing on earth, we are given the second chance of cleansing so that we would eventually enter into the kingdom of God. And as soon as the last person leaves purgatory, purgatory ceases to exist. It is not the third place between heaven and hell. It is a period of transition. Transition is a period of purgation so that we would be worthy to behold the face of God in heaven. Dearly beloved, God chose us from the beginning to be with him. And when things went wrong, he did not abandon us. He sent his only son. And if God sent his only son to suffer for us, St. Paul says, 
He will not abandon us when we are in need. God wants our sanctification and not our destruction. And remember, Jesus said, I came so that you might have life. I did not come to judge the world, but so that the world will have life. God's primary occupation is to give us the gift of life. And when God gives us a gift, it's only us who can reject that gift. He does not take it back. So he gives us a life, and he wants that life to be transitioned into life eternal. And that is why today we pray for our faithful departed, and we also think about the possibility of us being with God in eternity. But the choice is ours when faced with the mystery of that life and gift. God gives us life and he will not take it from us even when we experience the mortality of our human flesh in this world. The people we honor today, I truly hope and believe, chose well and may God in his mercy bless them abundantly and grant them quick admittance into heaven. Eternal rest, grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in the peace of the Lord. Amen.